family. I am back. I missed you guys. I love you guys. Let's just bow our head in prayer. (laughs) Father, in the name of Jesus, I come boldly, yet humbly to your throne of grace, Lord, asking for your words, Father, asking for you to increase as I decrease, Father. I'm asking you to take the flesh out of it, Lord. So it's just your words, Lord. Your word go through, Father, and produce the fruit that you have ordained for it to produce, Lord. I bind up any enemy in the name of Jesus, and I cast them down in the name of Jesus. Lord, I plead the blood of Jesus over my brothers and sisters, over myself, and over this episode, Father, in the name of Jesus that I pray, amen. Okay, family. So I was sitting here and the Lord had said, tell my children to receive this in childlike faith. Tell them to receive this word in a childlike faith. Okay. So we are going to begin with Matthew 9, starting at verse 14. Well, verse 13, I'm sorry. One day, some parents brought their children to Jesus so he could lay his hands on them and pray for them. But the disciples scolded the parents for bothering him. But Jesus said, let the little children come to me. Don't stop them for the kingdom of heaven belongs to those who are like these children. And he placed his hands on their head and blessed them before he left. Family, the kingdom of heaven belongs to children and to people like children that have that childlike faith. The kingdom of heaven belongs to you. Okay, family, let's go to hold on, Lord. Which one do you want to go to first? You leave me, Father. Let's go to Ezekiel. Hold on, fam. My okay. Let's go to Ezekiel thirty-six. <clears throat> Son of man, prophesy to Israel's mountains. Give them this message. O mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Your enemies have taunted you, saying, Aha, now the ancient heights belong to us. Therefore, son of man, give the mountains of Israel this message from the sovereign Lord. Your enemies have attacked you from all directions, making you the property of many nations and object to of of much mocking and slander. Therefore, O mountains of Israel, hear the word of the sovereign Lord. He speaks to the hills and mountains, ravens and valleys, and to ruined wastes and long deserted cities that have been destroyed and mocked by the surrounding nations. This is what the sovereign Lord says. My jealous anger burns against these nations, especially Edom, because they have shown utter contempt for me by gleefully taking my land for themselves as plunder. Therefore, prophesy to the hills and the mountains, the ravens, the valleys of Israel. This is what the sovereign Lord says. 
This is what he's saying, Sam. I am furious that you have suffered shame before the surrounding nations. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I have taken a solemn oath that those nations will soon have their own shame to endure. But the mountains of Israel will produce heavy crops of fruit for my people, for they will be coming home again soon. See, I care about you. Oh, God is so good. He says, see, I care about you and I will pay attention to you. Your ground will be plowed and your crops planted. I will greatly increase the population of Israel and the ruined cities will be rebuilt and filled with people. I will increase not only the people, but also your animals. Oh, mountains of Israel. I will bring people to live on you once again. I will make you even more prosperous than you were before. Then you will know that I am the Lord. I will cause my people to walk on you once again, and you will be their territory. You will never again rob them of their children. This is what the sovereign Lord says. The other nations taunt you saying Israel is a land that devours its own people and robs them of their children. But you will never again devour your people or rob them of their children, says the sovereign Lord. I will not let you hear those other nations insult you and you will no longer be mocked by them. You will not be a land that causes its nations to fall, says the sovereign Lord. Then this Further message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, when the people of Israel were living in their own land, they defiled it by the evil way they lived. To me, their conduct was unclean as a woman's menstrual cloth. They polluted the land with murder and worship of idols. So I poured out my fury on them. I scattered them to many lands to punish them for the evil way they had lived. But when they were scattered among the nations, they brought shame on my holy name. For the nation said, these are people of the Lord, but he couldn't keep them safe in his own land. Then I was concerned for my holy name on which my people brought shame among the nations. Therefore, give the people of Israel this message from the sovereign Lord. I am bringing you back, but not because you deserve it. I am doing it to protect my holy name on which you brought shame while you were scattered among the nations. I will show how holy my great name is, the name to which you brought shame among the nations. And when I reveal my holiness through you before their very eyes, say the sovereign Lord, then the nations will know that I am the Lord. For I will gather you. Wait, hold on. Let's, let's, let's read this again. And when I reveal my holiness through you before their very eyes, says the sovereign Lord, then the nations will know that I am the Lord. For I will gather you up from all the nations and bring you home again to your land. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. Your filth will be washed away and you will no longer worship idols. And I will give you a new heart and I will put a new spirit in you. And I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. And I will put my spirit in you so that you will follow my decrees and be careful to obey 
obey my regulations and you will live in Israel, the land I gave your ancestors long ago. You will be my people and I will be your God. I will cleanse you of your filthy behavior. I will give you good crops of grain and I will send no more famines on the land. I will give you great harvests from the fruit trees and the fields and never again will they will the surrounding nations be able to scoff at your land for it famines. Then you will remember your past sins and despise yourself for all the detestable things you did. But remember, says the sovereign Lord, I am not doing this because you deserve it. Oh, my people of Israel, you should be utterly ashamed of all you have done. This is what the sovereign Lord says. The Lord will tell you about yourself. When I cleanse you from your sins, I will repopulate your cities and the ruins will be rebuilt. The fields that used to lie empty and desolate in plain view of everyone will again be farmed. And when I bring you back, people will say... This former wasteland is now like the Garden of Eden. The abandoned and the ruined cities now have strong walls and are filled with people. Then the surrounding nations that survive will know that I, the Lord, have rebuilt the ruins and replanted the wasteland. For I, the Lord, have spoken and I will do what I say. This is what the sovereign Lord says. I am ready to hear Israel's prayers and increase their number like a flock. They will be as numerous as the sacred flocks that filled Jerusalem street at the time of her festival. The ruined cities will be crowded with the people once more and everyone will know that I am the Lord family. Okay. Listen, Lord, where you need me to go? Cause I, you Lord, you. Okay, let's go to Ezekiel 37. The Lord took hold of me and I was carried away by the spirit of the Lord to a valley filled with bones. He led me all around among the bones that covered the valley floor. They were scattered everywhere across the ground and were completely dried out. Then he asked me, son of man, can these bones become living people again? Family, catch this word. Oh, sovereign Lord, I replied, you alone know the answer to that. Then he said to me, speak a prophetic message to these bones and say, dry bones. Listen to the word of the Lord. You hear me, family? Right now, the Lord is saying dry bones. Listen to the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, I am going to put breath into you and make you live again. Oh, yes. I will put flesh and muscle on you and cover you with skin. I will put breath into you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Okay. He said, okay. He said, this is, he said, read it again. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, I am going to put breath into you and make you live again. I will put flesh and muscle on you and cover you with skin. I will put breath into you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I spoke the message just as he told me. Suddenly, as I spoke, there was a rattling noise across the valley. The Lord, he moves when he moves. It's a suddenly. Lord moves suddenly. Okay, family, you got to catch the suddenly. The bones of each body came together and attached themselves as complete skeletons. Then as I watched, muscles and flesh formed over the bones. Then the skin formed to cover their bodies, but they still had no breath in them. 
Then he said to me, speak a prophetic message to the winds, son of man. Speak a prophetic message and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. This is what he's saying, family. Come, O breath, from the four winds, breathe into these dead bodies so they may live again. So I spoke the message as he commanded and the breath came into the body. They all came to life and stood up on their feet. A great army family. He is building his church. He said, it's a great army. He said, speak to the bones. He said, speak to the winds family. I'm speaking to it. Catch it fam. Catch it. Then he said to me, son of man, these bones represent the people of Israel. They are saying we have become old dry bones. All hope is gone. Our nation is finished. Therefore prophesy to them and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Oh, my people, I will open your graves of exile and cause you to rise again. Then I will bring you back to the land of Israel. When this happens, oh, my people, you will know that I am the Lord. I will put my spirit in you and you will live again and return home to your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken and I have done what I said. Yes, the Lord has spoken family. Oh, glory be to God. Glory be to God. It says again, a message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, take a piece of wood and carve on it. These words, this represents Judah and its allied tribes. Then take another piece and carve these two words on it. This represents Ephraim and the Northern tribes of Israel. Now hold them together in your hand as if they were one piece of wood. When your people ask you what your actions mean, say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I will take Ephraim and the northern tribes and join them to Judah. I will make them one piece of my wood of wood in my hand. Then hold out the piece of wood you have inscribed so the people can see them and give them this message from the sovereign Lord. I will gather the people of Israel from among the nations. I will bring them home to their own land from the places where they have been scattered. I will unify them into one nation on the mountains of Israel family. He was just talking about unity. He just told me to come on and give a word about unity. He is unifying his body family. He's unifying his body. He's coming for somebody without a spot or speckle family. You gotta be cleaned in the blood family. You gotta be repentant family in the name of Jesus. He said, I, I will unify them into one nation on the mountains of Israel. One king will rule them all. No longer will they be divided into two nations or into two kingdoms. They will never again pollute themselves with their idols and vile images and rebellion. For I will save them from their sinful apostasy. I will cleanse them. Then they will truly be my people and I will be their God. My servant David will be their king and they will only have one shepherd. They will obey my regulations and be careful to keep my decrees. They will live in the land I gave my servant Jacob, the land where their ancestors live. They and their children and their grandchildren after them will live there forever, generation after generation. 
and my servant David will be their prince forever. And I will make a covenant of peace with them, an everlasting covenant. Covenant. I will give them their land and increase their numbers. And I will put my temple among them forever. I will make my home among them and I will be their God and they will be my people. And when my temple is among them forever, the nations will know that I am the Lord who makes Israel holy. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Okay, Father. We Hold on, family. I got to find this next Bible verse. Hold on. Hold on. Let's go to Matthew 16, verse 18. No, let's 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 go up here. Let's start at verse 13. Peter's declaration about Jesus. This is your declaration about Jesus, family. Listen, when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea, Philippia, he asked his disciples, who do people say that son of man is? Well, they replied, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, others say Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. Then he asked them, family, he going to ask you, but who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Jesus replied, you are blessed, Simon of John, son of John, because my father in heaven has revealed this to you. You did not learn this from any human being. Now I say to you that you are Peter, which means rock. And upon this rock, I will build my church and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven. Whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. Then he sternly warned his disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. But family, do you hear what he is saying? He said that he is going to build a rock upon you. That's where he put building his church and the gates of hell, the powers of hell will not conquer it. And he will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven. Whatever you let loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Hallelujah. Glory be to his name. So when you in a situation, family, you gotta go back and say, is this going to be loosed in heaven? Because I'm letting it loose on earth. Or should I bind it up on earth? Because it should be bound in heaven. This is the question you got to ask yourself, family. Because I'm telling you, it's about to be big. He's about to move in a mighty way. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. He about to move so mighty, family. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel the spirit of the Lord. Listen, let's go to Isaiah 61 real quick, family. Whew. Glory be to his name. Glory be to his name. Hallelujah. Mm -mm. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. 
Listen, family, this take this word. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me for the Lord has anointed me to bring the good news to the poor. He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and to proclaim that captives will be released and prisoners will be set free. Listen, he has sent me to tell those who mourn that the time of the Lord's favor has come and with it, the day of God's anger against their enemies to all who mourn in Israel, he will give a crown of beauty for ashes, a joyous blessing instead of mourning, festive praise instead of despair. In their righteousness, they will be like great oaks that the Lord has planted for his own glory. They will rebuild the ancient ruins, repairing cities destroyed long ago. Family, go back to Ezekiel 37 and Ezekiel 38 because I'm telling you, this is what the Lord is doing. Okay. They will revive them though. They have been deserted for many nations. Foreigners will be your servants. They will feed your flocks and plow your fields and tend your vineyards. You will be called priests of the Lord, ministers of our God. You will feed on the treasures of the nations and boast in their riches. Family, listen, remember we was talking about how the Lord told Moses, I'm going to give you power and Pharaoh, it's going to be like you got the Pharaoh. It's about to be something new that Pharaoh ain't never seen. Pharaoh ain't never seen this type of authority before. That's what the Lord is saying right now. That's what he's telling his children right now. That's why he's telling his church to get ready because he got to give you the authority. He said he will give you keys to the kingdom. Believe him. Receive this with the childlike faith family. Take this word back to the Lord family. Then he said, instead of shame and dishonor, you will enjoy a double share of honor. You will possess a double portion of prosperity in your land and everlasting joy will be yours. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. I will faithfully reward my people for their suffering and make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants will be recognized and honored among the nations. Everyone will realize that they are the people the Lord has blessed. I am overwhelmed with joy in the Lord my God, for he has dressed me with the, sal- with the clothing of salvation and draped me in a robe of righteousness. I am like a bridegroom dressed for his wedding or a bride with her jewels. The sovereign Lord will show his justice to the nations of the world. Everyone will praise him. His righteousness will be like a garden in the early spring with plants springing up everywhere. The the Lord is saying everything is going to be fruitful again because once I put my hand in it, once I put my hand in it, it's going to be fruitful. I'm telling you, you're going to get a double portion. Everything that the enemy meant for your bad, God is getting ready to turn it around for your good. I'm telling you, he said beauty for them ashes. He said beauty for them ashes. That's what the Lord said. So let's go to Psalms 126. Let's go there. It says, when the Lord brought back his exiles to Jerusalem, it was like a dream. We were filled with laughter and we sang for joy. And the other nations said, 
what amazing things the Lord has done for them. Listen to this. It says the, uh, and the other nations said, what amazing things the Lord has done for them. Didn't the Lord say, once I put my hand in it, they going to know that I'm God. That's what he said. When I put my hand in it, they going to know. Once I give you that one touch, they going to know that I'm God. That's what he said. What amazing things the Lord has done for them. Yes, the Lord has done amazing things for us. What a joy. Restore our fortunes, Lord, as streams renew the desert. Those who plant in tears will harvest with shouts of joy. They weep as they go to plant their seed, but they sing as they return with the harvest. Hallelujah. Glory be to God, family. Glory be to God in the name of Jesus. He said you will go to plant your seed weeping, but when you come with when the harvest comes, you will return with singing. Hallelujah, family. Receive this word. Receive it because I could feel it. The Lord, he is moving. He is moving and he needs you to come to him with childlike faith. It's childlike faith in the name of Jesus. If you have doubt, worry, fear, take it to the Lord. He is waiting to give you an answer. Hallelujah. He want to give you the keys to the kingdom. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, God. Glory be to your name, Lord. Is there anything else you need me to say, Lord? Hold on, family. I'm just praising his name because he is so good. He is so worthy to be praised. Mm-mm-mm. Hold on. Let's um let's go to Ecclesiastes chapter three. For everything, there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to grieve and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace and a time to turn away. A time to search and a time to quit searching. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be quiet and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. What do people really get for all their hard work? I have seen the burden God has placed on all of us, yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart, but even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. So I conclude there is nothing better than to be happy and enjoy ourselves as long as we can. And people should eat and drink and enjoy the fruits of their labor, for these are gifts from God. And know that whatever God does is final. Nothing can be added to or taken from it. God's purpose is that his people should fear him. What is happening now has happened before. And what will happen in the future has happened before. Because God makes the same things happen over and over again.
probably gonna keep going. Okay, hold on, family. The Lord's good. We're reading Ezekiel 43. After this, the man brought him back. The man brought me back around to the east gate. Suddenly, it's that suddenly of God. The glory of the, of the God of Israel appeared from the east. The sound of his coming was like the roar of rushing waters and the whole landscape shone with his glory. This vision was just like the others I had seen. First by the Kibar River and then when he came to destroy Jerusalem, I fell face down on the ground and the glory of the Lord came into the temple through the East gate. Then the, the spirit took me up and brought me into the inner courtyard and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. And I heard someone speaking to me from within the temple while the man had been measuring stood beside me. The Lord said to me, son of man, this is the place of my throne and the place where I will rest my feet. I will live here forever among the people of Israel. They and their kings will not defile my holy name any longer by their adulterous worship of other gods or by honoring the relics of kings who have died. They put their idol altars right next to mine with only a wall between them and me. They've defiled my holy name by such detestable sin. So I consumed them in my anger. Now let them stop worshiping other gods and honor the relics of their kings. And I will live among them forever. Son of man, describe to the people of Israel, the temple I have shown you. So they will be ashamed of all their sins. Let them study it. It's plain plan and let the, and they will be ashamed for what they have done. Describe to them all of the specifications of the temple, including its entrance and exits and everything else about it. Tell them about its decrees and laws. Write down all these specifications and decrees as they watch so they will be sure to remember and follow them. And this is the basic law of the temple absolute holiness the entire top of the mountain where the temple is built is holy yes is the basic law of the temple yes this is the basic law of the temple the lord is telling you for him to dwell your temple has to be clean okay you have to go over his words learn him seek him so when he comes to you you will be clean hallelujah you will know you will be holy because he is holy allow him to lead you fam allow him to lead you because i'm telling you what he's about to do is big hallelujah these are the measurements of the altar there is a gutter all around the altar 21 inches deep 21 inches wide with a curve nine inches wide around the edge hold on fam
as you read this, keep on reading this family. Because the Lord is telling you, he wants you to be clean. He wants you to be in repentance. If you need to fast, fast. Because only certain demons can come out by fasting and prayer. He needs you to be on your face so you can be clean. On your face with prayer and worship. He needs you to be pleading the blood of Jesus over your life. He needs you to be decreeing and declaring things over your life. Because he's coming and he's coming suddenly. He's coming suddenly. I'm here to tell you. We already know the word says he's coming like a thief in the night. When the Lord comes, you gotta be, you gotta be a clean. You gotta be only when he get here i'm telling you family because it's coming suddenly suddenly okay in jesus name is coming suddenly in the name of jesus lord is there anything else you need me to say father who glory to your name Listen, and then go read Ezekiel 45, because once the Lord brings you into your land that he has sworn to give your ancestors, once he brings you into that land, don't you forget him. He do you, you better not forget that he is the Lord, your God. And he, listen, just read Ezekiel 45 and take it back to the Lord. And we're going to end with Deuteronomy 8. Deuteronomy chapter 8. A call to remember and obey. Be careful to obey all my commands I am giving you today. Then you will live and multiply and you will enter and occupy the land the Lord has sworn to give your ancestors. Remember how the Lord your God led you through the wilderness for these 40 years, humbling you and testing you to prove your character and to find out whether or not would you obey his commands. Yes, he humbled you by letting you go hungry, then feeding you you with manna a food previously unknown to you and your ancestors he did it to teach you that the people do not he he did it to teach you that people do not live by bread alone rather we live by every word that comes from the mouth of the lord for all these 40 years your clothes did not wear out and your feet didn't blister or swell Think about it. Just as a parent disciplines a child, the Lord your God disciplines you for your own good. So obey the commands of the Lord your God by walking in his ways and fearing him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land of flowing streams and pools of water with fountains that and springs that gush out in the valleys and hills. It is a land of wheat and barley, of grapevines, fig trees, pomegranates of olive oil and honey. It is the land where food is plentiful and nothing is lacking. It is a land where iron is as common as stone. Its copper is as abundant in the hills. When you have eaten your fill, be sure to praise the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. But this is the time to be careful. Beware that in your planning, you do not forget that the forget the Lord your God and disobey his commands, regulations, and decrees that I am giving you today. For when you have become full and prosperous and have built fine homes to live in, and when your flocks and your herds have become very large and your silver and gold have multiplied along with everything else, be careful. Do not become 
become proud at the time and forget the Lord, your God, who rescued you from slavery in the land of Egypt, cast down that spirit of pride. Okay. Cast it down in the name of Jesus. Do not let pride exalt you. You do not do that. You wait on the Lord to exalt you. And when he exalts you, you give him all the glory because he deserves it. Do not forget he led you through the great and terrifying wilderness with its poisonous snakes and scorpions where it was so hot and dry. He gave you water from the rock. He fed you with manna in a wilderness, a food unknown to your ancestors. He did this to humble you and to test you for your own good. He did all this so you would never say to yourself, I have achieved this wealth with my own strength and energy. Remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you power to be successful in order to fulfill the covenant he confirmed to your ancestors with an oath. But I assure you of this. If you ever forget the Lord your God and follow other gods, worshiping and bowing down to them, you will certainly be destroyed. Just as the Lord has destroyed other nations in your path, you will also be destroyed if you refuse to obey the Lord your God. Oh, family, listen. Give him all the glory, honor, and praise because he deserves it. He deserves everything. He deserves he deserves every everything. All the glory, family. He deserves all the glory because when he does what he's doing, it's going to be like nothing ever before. He is saying it. His word is saying so. He said in unity, when we was listening to unity, when we did unity, he said, my name is Yahweh. I never told anybody my name was Yahweh. He about to show you he is Yahweh. That's what he about to do. Let's hold up, fam. Let's go to, because I thought that was the last one, but I heard the Lord speaking to me while I was reading that one. And this is going to be the last one. Hold on. Let's read Job 42, starting at verse 7. After the Lord had finished speaking to Job, he said to Eliphaz the Temanite, I am angry with you and your two friends, for you have not spoken accurately about me as my servant Job has. Family, listen, it's people on here suffering and you thinking you're like, I don't understand why I'm suffering so much. But if you read as the Lord humbles Job, who are you to ask the Lord why? Who are you to ask him? Do you know his ways? Do you know his thoughts? Do you know why he do the things that he do? So in, in this verse, he begins to go and rebuke Job's friends because Job's friends were trying to make, make Job feel like he did something wrong. But you, you, can't, you can't question God. You get what I'm saying, family? He is so much deeper than we than we can ever imagine. He's so much deeper. So let's keep re- reading. He said, I am angry with you and your two friends, for you have not spoken accurately about me as my servant Job has. So take seven bulls and seven rams and go to my servant Job and offer a burnt offering for yourselves. My servant Job will pray for you and I will accept his prayer on your behalf. Will he not make your enemies your footstool? Will he not? 
I will not treat you as you deserve for you have not spoken accurately about me as my servant Job has. So Eliphaz, Eliphaz, the Temanite, Beladad, the Shunite, and so far the Namanite did as the Lord commanded them. And the Lord accepted Job's prayer. When Job prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes. This is why you got to pray for your enemies. Lord, bless them. Bless them. It's released when you just say, Lord, bless my enemies in the name of Jesus. Because when you ask for your enemies to be blessed, he says that when Job prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes. In fact, the Lord gave him twice as much as before. Then all his brothers, sisters, Former friends came and feasted with him in his home and they consoled him with comfort and and comforted him because of all the trials the Lord had brought against him. And each of them brought a gift of money and a gold ring. So the Lord blessed Job in the second half of his life, even more than in the beginning. For now he had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 teams of oxen, 1,000 female donkeys. He had also gave Job seven more sons, three more daughters. He named his first daughter Jeminiah, Jemiah, the second Keziah, and the third Karen. Listen, go that word. In all the land, no women were as lovely as the daughters of Job. And their father put them into his will along with his with their brothers. Job lived 140 years after that. Living to see four generations of his children and grandchildren. Then he died. An old man who had lived a long, full life. It, the Lord gave Job a long, full life. You hear me, family? Do you hear me? After all your suffering, after all the suffering we've been through, all the suffering the church has been through, we will sit together in a banquet family with our testimony, giving glory to God, and we will feast on our double portions. Do you hear me, family? Receive this. Take this back to the Lord. Take this back to him. It's so much more he wants to tell you because for he knows the plans that he has for you. He wants to do things that are exceedingly and abundantly more than you can ever ask or think, family. That's what he want to do for his children. That's what he going to do because then you will know his name is Yahweh. You will know that he is the Lord. Do you hear me, family? Catch this word in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus over this. I pray that every seed that is planted will be watered by the word, the, the, the Lord's living word in the name of Jesus, his living water. Family, take this back. Take this back in Jesus name. Take this back. Hallelujah. Glory be to his name in the name of Jesus. I thank y'all family. I love y'all in Jesus mighty name that I pray. Amen. And do not forget Jesus loves you. And that's in Jesus name. I pray. Amen.